again, everyone, and welcome inside another edition of the Adam Jones Podcast. I'm Jerry Coleman. He's a former MLB All-Star Adam Jones. As we broadcast live from our newest sponsor, it is Jimmy's Famous Seafood right here on Hollibird Avenue. Delicious food. Adam was making those crab cake egg rolls earlier. We'll be dining on those a little bit later, and you'll be seeing that on Jimmy's Famous Seafood's website right here on Hollibird Avenue. Destination Dining. And uh, how'd the cooking go for you, Adam? I am happy. <laughs> this is a must-stop when you come through Baltimore. And we also want to thank everyone who attended our live show at the Baltimore Soundstage last Thursday. It was the ultimate success. I haven't spoken to anyone who walked away disappointed. And you seem to enjoy yourself. It was one of the most humbling things I've experienced in Baltimore. There's so much love in the room, so much respect for what I've done, not not just between the lines, but in the city, in the community. And uh, it was a great turnout, and we had a good time. We had good guests. And, uh, I mean, you tried to outshine yourself as usual, but uh, I held you down a little bit and kept, you, kept the reins on you. But, no, it was just – it was fantastic, and uh, definitely we'll do that again. Yeah, that's what the scar is from. It's this footprint <laughs> that he put on my forehead to try and keep me down. All right, let's get to it. Today, we're going to be joined by Orioles pitcher Dean Kramer as the Orioles battle for supremacy in the American League East. We'll go in-depth with the righty, but Adam and I are also going to talk about his big return to Camden Yards after a brief hiatus, catching the first pitch, visiting the clubhouse, uh, also, the night is Mr. Captain Splash. I'll just refer to you as Mr. Splash. Oh, hiatus. Uh, well, I was playing, and then I was living. I mean, and it had been how many years since you were at Camden Yards? I was playing three more years, and then I was living. Like, okay, so. Hiatus, uh, I was living. All right. After, <laughs> after well, was a, a brief respite away from Camden yeah. Yards, he returned. Yeah. And we will talk about that during this podcast and get to your questions in our socially speaking segment where someone becomes eligible for a gift card. Of course, we begin with our featured guest sponsored by Jimmy's Famous Seafood. He is Orioles righty Dean Kramer. Dean, appreciate you taking the time. And, you know, like Adam, you hold a special place in my heart because you got a chance to meet my mother before she passed due to Alzheimer's. You signed the cover of the Jewish Times for it sat right next to our bed and Tell she did pass. So I'm eternally grateful. And uh, there's nothing you can do wrong in my heart. So that being said, I want to get that disclaimer out of the way. Uh, I want to ask you about this year's Orioles. Have you ever had more fun playing baseball with the team than this year's version as we enter August right now? Uh, well, first of all, thank, thank you for having me. Uh, second of all, I don't know. It, it's it's hard to be. This, this is a special group of guys. Uh, we all kind of came up together. And so – we're all very familiar with each other and the veterans that, that the front office has brought in is like they've, they've clicked with us right away between last year's veterans and this year's veterans. Um, I mean, we're having a really good time. I always wanted to know that the confidence in the clubhouse, obviously the last couple of years, the Orioles have been in rebuild mode and we know what rebuild mode looks like. How has that been when it's we're not rebuilding no more? We can compete, especially ever since Adley got called up and, you know, right. have been very good. The offense has been good. Everybody's been good. How has that confidence been the last 162 games, really? And then obviously about to make this final push going into August and uh, October and September. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, you can ask pretty much anybody who was around in 18, 19, 20. Actually, 20 was okay, but 21. Uh, I mean, it was it was a it was a tough 
thing to do to go to work every day and, and kind of get your butt handed to you. Um, and then on the flip side, now that we've kind of got a good clubhouse and I mean, the team's really clicking, uh, makes it a lot of fun. So who's the guys that you're close with? I've mean, said, you, you know, obviously you were a trade over here. Uh, I was part of a trade. So you, you first get over there, you're like, oh, hmm, who's, who's similar to me who has similar traits? I gravitated towards the West Coast people. We West Coast guys. Um, but so who's the guy when you first got over here? He's like, that's hopefully still in the organization that you had around. Um, so when I first got traded over, uh, the two closest that I was with were obviously uh, Zach Pop, who's now with Toronto, and, and Bannon, Rylan Bannon, who was with uh, um, the Astros now. Um, those two were kind of my closest. And then once I got to know Bruce Zimmerman, uh we got pretty close. And then once kind of COVID hit and we went home, um, at the alternate site, I met uh, Bradish. And from the moment we kind of met and we kind of clicked uh, we have very similar personalities so uh, he's kind of been he's kind of been there with me every single day ever since um, 2020 really uh, even in the off season like we work out together and then uh, 21 got got to meet spencer watkins um, and we've been the three of us have been pretty close since you know i feel like fans maybe sometimes misread you a little bit based on you know facial expressions body language they judge what they see on television where you have you have a game face that you wear on game days it's not the game face that you have on right now uh do you find that to be the case at times you know where people maybe misread your emotions oh uh probably uh there's a high likelihood um i don't know in the game you just I, I've, I've gotten to the point where I realize the competitor that I have to be to be successful. And if I give in at any point, then stuff kind of starts to go sideways and uh, you start to lose focus. And uh, that's that's not how you get to stay here. So <laughs> trying to take advantage of the opportunity that I've been given. I want to ask about uh, about Gibby. How's he been? He's the, he's the elder statesman. He's the leader of the, of the staff. He's the, he's the old guy. He picks up all the checks, all the dinners. Um, <laughs> all of them? Oh, yeah. What has he meant to not just you but the staff in terms of, A, attacking these guys, the preparation at the big league level? Because, again, it's, it's yeah. to have uh, some success here. It's hard to have sustained success. Right. How has he been for that as, you know, a, a veteran guy to, to lead this staff? Uh, for me personally – uh, he's been he's been awesome. Um, at the beginning of the year, I kind of struggled, and then I sat down with him uh, a couple times, and I, I watched how he kind of navigated through a lineup and his scouting and 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 whatnot. And I kind of took parts of what he does and tried to put it and implement it in my game, especially on the the scouting side, because that's not something that I was accustomed to doing um, when I first got up here. Um, so that that has been a big help, and then. As for all of us, I mean, he's really kind of became like a glue of sorts. Um, he knows when we're kind of feeling down, and uh, I mean, he's he's been playing for almost ten years now, so um, he's he's seen he's seen it all. He's seen the worst of it. He's seen the best of it. Last year, he got a chance to go to the playoffs with the Phillies, um, so he he kind of just um, understands us and and like he really gives us good good morale. 
Well, a guy you never got to play with because you were traded for him is Manny Machado, uh, the only guy still left over from that deal. I'm sure you've heard that a million times. Is there pressure that goes with that, or do you feel comfortable and like you've settled in as an Oriole right now? And don't give me that look, Jones. I saw that look you gave me. Like that was a that was not a good question. That was an excellent question. No, there, there's 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 no pressure. Uh, I don't think so. I mean the the regime uh, the. The front office that that traded for me is is no longer here. So, um, I mean, it is what it is. Um, so that's that's kind of how I've, I've treated it. I, I mean, I, I'm excited to to get to face him at some point, hopefully. But a lot of people always ask about those kind of things, and at the time, the centerpiece of it or the bigger name was Usniel Diaz, and I remember when I heard that name, like you're getting back, okay. A prospect that's well, I think he was twenty three at the time, maybe 20, yeah twenty two twenty three something yeah, maybe younger and uh, he never he never flourished again it's hard um, but I remember hearing the, all the guys because I always paid attention to the trades because I was the one that said no and I was left by myself like Fresh Prince uh, in the last episode so when I heard your name and I, I followed everybody's career I'm a big fan of everybody man and of the game so to see your progression to see you know. Again, you got the poker face. So to see everything come full full tilt. We've got more ahead with the Orioles. Dean Kramer here on the Adam Jones podcast as we broadcast from Jimmy's Famous Seafood. But first, a word from our dedicated sponsors like Jimmy's. The Adam Jones Podcast is brought to you by Jimmy's Famous Seafood, Charm City's favorite crab cake destination. Local sports fan? Experience the ultimate pregame party at the tailgate. Cheer on the Ravens with iconic live performances, an open bar, and mouth-watering eats. Can't make it? No worries. Bring the same food that caught the attention of the Food Network right to your doorstep. Shipping East Coast recipes nationwide. Jimmy's Famous Seafood is the official sponsor of the guests appearing on the Adam Jones Podcast. And by our friends at the Weinman Company. By Hollywood Casino Perryville. For some, it's a game of chance, but for you, it's a game of choice. Hollywood and Barstool are bringing you more ways to bet in Maryland. Catch all the action in person at Hollywood Casino Perryville at the Barstool Sportsbook or bet online with the Barstool Sportsbook app. When you download the Barstool Sportsbook app, register and wager, you can get up to $1,000 bonus cash, plus up to $1,000 when you sign up and wager in person at Hollywood Casino Perryville. Play from anywhere and get up to $2,000. The choice is yours. Must be in the state of Maryland to wager and over 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. By Jack Daniels, two legends, one can. Jack and Coke, the number one cocktail in the world, is now available in a can. Yes, that's true. Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey, mixed with Coca-Cola or Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, are now both available in a can. Two legends, one can. Jack and Coke, ready to drink? Please drink responsibly. Whiskey specialty, 7% alcohol by volume. Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey, Lynchburg, Tennessee. By G-Leaf, medical cannabis only. Visit gleaf.com. Medical cannabis is for qualified Maryland patients only. The Adam Jones Podcast is brought to you by Royal Farms. Download the Royal Farms app from the Apple App Store or Google Play today. New Royal Farms Rewards members will get a free any size cup of Royal Farms award-winning coffee just for signing up. Hey Justin, keep an eye on the time. It's your night to handle dinner. No worries. Got it covered. It's great getting dinner ready with no worries. That's why I never waste time and go straight to Royal Farms. Their chicken is fresh, never frozen, hand-breaded, and cooked right in the store. Oh, wow, this smells amazing. I'm so impressed. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. 
And a reminder, if you guys are enjoying this podcast, make sure to check out The Baltimore Banner at thebaltimorebanner.com slash AJ to get started. Again, that's thebaltimorebanner.com slash AJ to get six months of unlimited digital access for only a dollar. Now back to our conversation with Dean Kramer here on the Adam Jones Podcast. It's, it's amazing. So it's, it's an attribute and a salute to your first of your hard work, dedication and knowing what you want and going after it and working your ass off for it. Because to pitch in the major leagues, to step on that rubber when you against Stanton, Judge and uh, all these other guys, these superstars in the game, that ain't easy because then guys are trying to launch that ball, too. So yeah. Kudos to you. A at least hasn't been the, the kindest of uh, divisions. <laughs> no. No, it seems like you started there. Uh, your last outing was against the Yankees. It seems like you face the Yankees like every other start. Maybe that's just me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's. I mean, it's that's a joke in in the clubhouse. Oh, we're playing the Yankees. Oh, Dean's probably throwing. Oh, we're we're playing the Blue Jays. Dean's probably throwing. Yeah. I mean, between those, I I got a, I, at least a third of my outings in the big leagues have been against those two teams. I want to talk about the WBC, something that really, really means a lot to you. Wearing yeah. Israel on, yeah. on your chest. I mean, I was able to wear Team USA twice. Um, what does that mean to you? Obviously, the baseball being with the guys and the dudes, you know what I mean? We're, we're, we're trying to win and, you know. But deep down, as someone like you who has strong roots back to mm-hmm. Israel, what does that mean to really represent your family, your people, everybody? No, it it definitely means everything. Um, like, the, first off, the 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 WBC as a whole has is is a blast every time. Like both times I've got to go, I got to see, I got to see Korea and Japan, and that was an un- unbelievable experience. Um, there's not a whole lot out there like that. Um, and then just just getting to put on that uniform every time it's something special. My my family all lives over there. And I get to go see him every year, and so it's like it's like home away from home. Uh, although I live in the states, uh, I mean, I go there for two days, and I feel like I've been living there forever. Yeah, I heard you spend um, two months a year there. I live in Spain. Next time you go over there, call me. I will come. We've been planning. We've been trying to go to uh, to Tel Aviv. We want to go yeah. all around. So we definitely meet up and, and grub over in in, uh, in Israel, man, because that's yeah. a, a place to be. Yeah, I'm 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 down for that. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I usually I'll pay. I'm the, I'm so the, when I before you, be, you pay before yeah all right. <laughs> I guess I'm not I'm not like quite a local, but okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but before I started pro ball, I used to go for the whole summer. Like I never played summer ball uh, as a kid growing up because I would spend my two months of uh, summer in, in Israel before school started. Uh, and then once pro ball started, like, it was only like, it was like a couple weeks here and then a couple weeks there and, and whatnot. And, uh, now that I've been up here, um, it's been easier to go back and forth. So like I pretty much spend October, uh, October there every year. Well, hopefully this October, you won't be there. We hopefully not. Off baseball. Ho- hopefully not, but that's, <laughs> that's how it's shaped up so far. Uh, I did want to ask you about your homeland because, uh, I know, like me, Israel means a lot to you. It means a lot to people of all different walks of life, to be honest. Like, there are certain places 
I wouldn't go in Israel, where maybe Adam would go or others would go because they would feel more comfortable. And I'm talking about the West Bank or the Gaza Strip or something like that. I'm not wandering over there, but I know other people that will. Right. Ever been over there, Dean? I, I have not been to the West Bank. Uh, my brother was in the military. Yeah, my middle brother did his service. Um, and he was a, 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 a transporter. So he drove like the Humvee things. Uh, to and from, so he's got plenty of experience. So if I need a story, then <laughs> I, I, I've got a few from him. I want to go into your family, your great uncle, okay. Power Rangers. Yeah, come on. It's a yeah. That's it's epic. A, I, that's my. I know. Nine through fifteen. Like my childhood. Yeah, it, it was my childhood. So he's my. Technically, he's my uh, step-grandpa's brother, but my uh, step-grandpa, he basically raised my mom. Um, so very close with my grandpa. Um, but yeah, his brother lives out in L.A. He was kind of like in and out, and uh, he's he's a special human being. No, oh, really good dude. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, Dean, I did want to ask you uh, about where you are in terms of the season, innings thrown and all that, hitting career highs. Uh, has the team talked to you and some of the other pitchers about, you know, limiting pitches, innings and et cetera, because they want to keep you fresh for, you know, obviously a postseason run? Yeah, uh, there there have been conversations. So after after the aft started, uh, I got pulled in. All, all the five of us individually got pulled into um, our uh, Chris Holt and, and Darren Holmes' office, and they kind of went over the the projections for how, how many innings I'm allotted and and where I'm at right now. And there's a formula behind it, and how much how much yeah. Basically, it's it's going to be a conversation um, throughout the season of like how how you're feeling going down the stretch. Cause I think we have nine, 10, 11 more starts, maybe something like that. And I'm 15, 15 or so away from my career high. Um, I think we're all in that boat. Like Grayson's already at a career high. Tyler was already at a career high. Uh, Kyle's, uh, uh, Bradish is, is, uh, he, he's got like 10 more innings on a career high than I do. And then, uh, I mean, Gibby's the only one that really we don't have to worry about him and Irvin. Um, so I, I, I'd assume that Irvin's going to make some spot starts. But, uh, yeah, it's just kind of been a conversation that, that they're going to have with us uh, going forward where they might cut us short on a start or they might not or uh, I don't know. We'll see. How do you feel about that, though? Because it's like we're in it to win it. Not right. in it to cons be conservative. For again, if we're rebuilding, if this is like the you know two years ago, okay, you can go to a seven man rotation. I'm trying to win the East. Right. How do you? How do you like? How do you young guys feel about that? And like, my arm is good to go. Like, I feel fresh. I got the energy. Like, what is that? That that those conversations amongst you guys personally, as opposed to with the brass. Right. Uh, I, it's a weird balance for the front office. Uh, and the, and the coaching staff because it's, hey, uh, we don't want to push him too far, um, but it is what it is. Um, we, like as a competitor, I, I'm sure you, you know this, you never want to be pulled. You never want to be, like, it, the moment I step out there, I'm trying to go nine every time. 
Aren't uh, you? Not the reality of it, but um, I mean, I'm trying to go nine every time, I'm trying to save the bullpen as much as I can because they're they're very important, um, especially going down the stretch. Um, so it, I, I, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a conversation that that we're having amongst ourselves, like still kind of pushing it, but really monitoring um, uh, the in between the starts and in, in your workload, and, and that's been a huge huge conversations between us and the the training staff, uh, the athletic training staff, and the strength staff uh, as well. I got to ask you as a pitcher, when you walk off the mound and these umpires are still checking you out for substances and stuff like that, how legit is, it, how legit is that anymore? It seems like just a casual thing they have to do and get out of the way. I don't know. I think some, I think some umpires take it a little more than others. Uh, I've, had, I've had a couple where they just kind of wave their hand over my hand and like, ah, you're good. And then I've had people thoroughly check. So uh, I think it just depends on the umpire. Before I let you go, food. I know you're a big foodie. Uh, follow your off-season bites page. In Baltimore, what's your favorite food spots? Better say Jimmy's. Oh, I, I, I <laughs> unfortunately, I don't really eat shellfish. So crab and lobster and all that stuff never interests me. It's a texture thing. I don't know. It's, Understandable. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, I like Japanese food a lot. Now that we have, I have Fuji. sushi here. Yeah, now that now that now that we have Fuji, you can point me in the right direction. But uh, there's I a the right direction. You got me. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, played over in Japan. That's yeah. yeah. That was the first place I actually had sushi. Fantastic over there. Friend. Yeah. It, it, well, I was there. I didn't really eat fish growing up, so we we were there, and I was like, well, might as well try it. <laughs> it's probably not going to get better than here. No better place. I was going to say. I'm, I'm going to try it. Um, but there's a, a ramen slash noodle noodle shop. It's called Kajiken. Uh, it's over by John Johns Hopkins. Uh, it's really good. Um, I do like uh, BRD a lot. That's uh, that's like a less healthy Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs> uh, their chicken sandwiches are really good. Uh, obviously, like Azumi's really good. Uh, I've been to Charleston a couple of times. That place is unbelievable. That's like a different dining experience. For sure. Uh, um, then that, that, that might be all I have off the top of my head. How do you qualify making that Instagram page? I mean, how did that all come together? So uh, in 2020, I was thinking about it. That's the first, like my first real experience uh, in the kitchen and, and kind of cooking for myself and, and I, I, I liked it a lot. It's, it's very, there's this a satisfaction of um, putting something together or, or following a recipe or whatever and, and it coming out good and then being able to share it with people and then seeing the satisfaction on their face uh, when they eat it. It's like, is it good? Yeah, it's good. All right. Yeah. Um, so it kind of started there and then I, uh, started dating Marley in 21. And so that off season, uh, we spoke about doing a, a, a food page and she's, she's really good at baking. Like anything that's sweets, she's really, really good. She can cook too, but baking's more her niche. Uh, and so we kind of collaborated and, and uh, put together that page. 
I got to ask you, though, you're not on Twitter anymore. Uh, you used to follow me, and I followed you, and then I went on one day to see what Dean Kramer's up to, and the account was deleted. What happened? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, didn't, use, I didn't use Twitter a whole lot anyway. Um, I just scrolled and passed the time and, and kind of get my news kind of that way. Um, but then last year and, and the year before that and, and even this year, the amount of like, oh, you this guy's terrible, that guy's terrible, and and it, it started to get really like dark and negative, and and uh, that's Twitter. Like you have you have a couple you can have a couple bad outings, and like oh, DFA this guy, trade this guy, whatever. And so I was like, give me the peace of mind, and and uh, <laughs> just get rid of it. Very smart. Yeah. Um, what's your relationship with Adley? Obviously, he's the focal point of the organization, the face of the franchise, the the heartthrob of Baltimore, the savior of revampness. <laughs> Can I interject one thing? Is it, it was it weird the first time he came out to greet you after you uh, ended the inning? Because like an umpire, do that. you think he was an umpire trying to check you? <laughs> no. So uh, <laughs> first time I threw to him was uh, in Norfolk in twenty one. Um. I, I don't I don't remember the first time actually I don't remember I just kind of got used to it and I watched him do it uh, he did it in college and and he continued he's he's gotten he's got he's gotten some some pushback sometimes from from guy like Gibby when he first came over here he was like please don't do that and <laughs> Adley continued uh, and McCann same thing he's like that's weird don't do that but I mean he's a uh, he's a little quirky. <laughs> But we love him. He's a he's a special kind of human. I, I, real quickly, I got to ask this too because I see the pitchers and the catchers covering their mouth. How much is the lip reading real in Major League Baseball? What do you mean? Well, when you guys cover your mouth with the glove, right, to make sure the opponent isn't seeing what you're talking about, how real is that? Um, sometimes it's scouting reports. Sometimes it's it's uh, other things, whether it be like mechanical or whatnot. Um, so I guess it, I, I think it's just something that's been a part of the game for so long that it's just normal. I think some teams hire lip readers because maybe they're worried <laughs> about something like that. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Dean, appreciate you joining us here as you guys are on the road right now, taking time to join us from another country. Usually Adam joins me from another country, but he's stuck with me here today. Really grateful you could join us here on the podcast. Thank you guys for having me. I need an adult. <laughs> All right, Dean. We'll see you soon on the mound. Thanks, buddy. Of course. All right. There he goes. Dean Kramer joining us here on the Adam Jones podcast. And uh, he's one of the few Orioles around, AJ, who was around when you were here. Uh, coming in the Machado. He was not around when I was here. He was not around when I was here, okay? He was traded, and he was in the lower levels. But he was in the organization. He was in the organization. So never you never shook his hand? At him. Never. Okay. Never All right. Never met him until the other night. Well, folks, um, you're, you're witnessing history right now. Adam day. Jones correcting a mistake I made on his podcast. Yeah. The guy makes too many mistakes, man. Uh, but, no, he's a stud. And, you know, like, I want to know – I really want – like, this innings thing, I'm so tired of it. He's 27 years old. He shouldn't be in those meetings. He's 27. He's not 23. He's 27. He's thrown a lot of pitches in his life. We agree on so, that. Like, I get it, but it's I think it's the dumbest thing. And 
you know, if you're going for it, you go for it. If you're not, you put an innings limit on it. You know, I think that what the Nationals hurt themselves a couple of years ago when they did that with Strasburg by putting them in, like, you missed starts. Like, man, he felt great. Um, he, he ran out of gas any damn way. So like, you should be. Like, They're so afraid these guys. You paid him. Your arm's going to fall off or you something. You pay him to 2060 now. So, uh, you know, these guys are, you're an athlete. You're built for this. This is what you worked your whole life for. I mean, that's all I got. No, you're right. You're right. We move on now to our For the Birds segment here on the Adam Jones podcast. And AJ, Mo's mom, Sansi, will throw out the ceremonial first pitch to former Oriole and beloved friend of the Gabas, Adam Jones. Last Friday night, you returned to Camden Yards again after a brief respite, like I said at the top of the podcast. You caught the first pitch on Mo Gabba night from Mo's mom after visiting the clubhouse and serving as Mr. Splash. Let's get to all of that in chronological order. What up, Baltimore? <laughs> you arrive at the park. Uh, it's Mo Gabba night. Yeah. Shutout win over the Yankees. Miss Gabba came out and caught the pitch, and it seemed very emotional after, again, a brief delay because weather was playing a factor as well. First off, I don't miss that weather, but um... – Anything from Mo Gabba's mom, Sanzi, just an absolute gem. Uh, everyone misses Mo. If you know anything about Baltimore and sports, young man will call into the radio station and would just let people have it. But he was so positive, he had such an infectious laugh. And uh, when he passed, I gave uh, a gift to his mother of just this great painting of me and him together. I was his favorite player, according to him. I'm sure he had a lot, as he should. And uh, she just really appreciated it. And, um, she said that she wanted me to catch the first pitch, so that was an easy yes. And it was just overall, that was a, a great start to the evening. I would have loved to start doing Mr. Splash, you know, at about 7.15 as <laughs> to be in the seven, second inning or something like that. But, no, the rain came, and uh, we waited up in the up in the suite with the family. The kids were going crazy. But once the game started, I was able to go out there and be Mr. Splash. That was awesome. We'll talk yeah. about that. We'll talk about that. That was great. But they won the game most importantly. And uh, Anthony Santander with a dramatic home run. Some great karma from Mo Gabba that night especially. And also that night, uh, the trip to the locker room before the game. The kids got to go inside the locker room and took both of your boys in there. Uh, they came out with a nice baggie. I said to your wife, I go, these are kids after my own heart. They took a little muscle milk, some other giveaways that were inside the clubhouse. I was trying to reach into the bag. Mom wouldn't let me do that. Of course. But, uh, how was that experience having them in there? Well, for for you, when my kids are around, it's stranger danger. So got to make sure to uh, leave. <laughs> Is that why that cop was eyeing me down? Child Protective Services or whatever? Um, no, but I mean, my kids, they like to go in there and talk to the guys. They know they know of the guys. Obviously, they don't know them personally because they're still so young and it's a young team. But no, they know they know the guys and they see them around and they just they like to be a part. Obviously, they know PT, uh, who's one of Patrick Thomas. That's my dude in there. He's uh, one of the clubhouse attendants, going to be the head guy next year. And, you know, my kids just like to be around and um, it's good for them they, they to see this. To, uh, obviously, they don't really remember it when I when they were four and two when I was last played here. So it's good for them to, to see the memories and the Orioles put on. They did a great job. Miss uh, Miss Grandall did a terrific job with everything, with organizing, getting us jerseys. My wife didn't know. I knew all of it, but my wife didn't know. And I got the right size. 
So that was kudos points for me. So um, now nah, the Orioles did a fantastic job. So kudos go to them. Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see a picture of those jerseys. Those were very cool. The City Connect jerseys, and they were all with your names on the back. So that was awesome. The only tens, baby. Those only now there's only four jerseys with the number ten on them, unless someone goes and gets one made and puts whatever last name on it. It's I don't think cool. that's going to happen. But I did happen. see a lot of 10s in the stands, a lot of Jones jerseys in the stands. Still that's are. for sure. Yeah, that's respect, B-more. I appreciate that, baby. All right, let's talk about Mr. Splash or Captain Splash or whatever. Again, uh, you were there as they produced no runs whatsoever, one run all night long. But I think you sparked a brilliant idea by the team. How did you enjoy that whole episode? Well, first off, I mean, it was against Garrett Cole. Man, let's be honest. Let's get Garrett Cole. Yeah. I mean, let's get Cole. Cole Shaw. <laughs> okay. Cole Shaw. He's sub three ERA. Uh, so it was a tough night, but I made sure to, and they said, hey, anytime, just do it. Because the guy who was next to me was like, the instructor was like, look, it, sometimes it gets boring night and these fans just want to be splashed. So you got to do it. So there was a single to right. Hey, we were splashing. We turned a double play. Splashing. Frazier made a dive and play. Splashing. <laughs> Uh, Volpe flew out to left center and Hayes maybe eh, maybe five or six steps, but he came towards us. We're splashing. So, now nah, it was incredible. I mean, it, Sunday night probably would have been the best night to ever do it. And the yeah. first one would have been uh, – Oh, that would have been electric. Yeah. But th I think that idea is great. There's a lot of people in Baltimore's uh, history that have a really strong connection to the city that, uh, you know, I guess that have celebrity also. So, I think they should start getting um, – Get, getting some people to come back out here for to be the uh, ceremonial splash. I'm Captain Splash. You got Governor Splash. Uh, there's some other ones that can that can be out there. So I, I just hope they do. I mean, it's fun. They're winning. It's fun, and they're winning. Yeah. Why not continue to do it? The fans love it. The the players love it. Um, everybody loves it. So uh, let's let's continue. I'm sure some people don't. I'm, I'm amazed you do because I do like it. I'm not the wave. It's not the wave, which is you know, it's actually a new thoughtful concept. One of the best things ever is the wave. You don't even like the wave. But uh, no, I, I think the whole concept is great. Um, maybe get a newer hose. Maybe that hose that, that it, it can, it can uh, lock up on you. But I think I think it was just overall. I think it I think it's fantastic. All right. As someone who's been pied by you violently, by the way, I didn't understand why you had to pie the guy who was Mr. Splash and you didn't knock him over like you did. Me on my ass. Well, he had a lot better uh, base, number one, and he was protected by a wall behind yeah, him. I he, wasn't. If you see he tilted, but if you we can go back to the video. Chip. We don't need to show that video again. Go back to the Watch video on YouTube. Close and your eyes. If you just pay attention to the look at just just pay attention to the that's, posture. That's assault. It's all posture. He signed the waiver. He signed the waiver. It's posture. He First had bad posture. <laughs> bad posture. But no, he asked for it. And you know what, man? I'm a man of the people. People <laughs> know that. I have been a man of the people for a very long time. And when you ask, you know, if I can do, you I shall try. receive. And he certainly received. He was the receiver, no doubt about it. All right. All great stuff at Camden Yards. Great to have the Jones family back inside Oriole Park at Camden Yards. Let's move along now to our socially speaking segment where we answer a tweet or social media post or perhaps a podcast review. We got multiple podcast reviews after our live show at Baltimore Ooh. Soundstage. You can always follow us or write a review at Adam Jones Pod on all three social media platforms or just go to Apple Podcasts and you'll qualify for a Miss Shirley's gift card. Like Joe from Carney, who was at Baltimore Soundstage for our live show, and he writes, Adam, came to the live show and it was great. I hope you do it again in the future. Adam and Jerry are great. 
Aaron Hicks was a nice surprise as a guest. Those two are a great duo and enjoy the content they produce. I don't know if he was talking about you and Aaron or. Yeah, I think it was talking about me and Aaron. Probably you and Aaron. Thanks, Joe. I mean, everybody, again, everybody was fantastic that evening. It was, I didn't realize it was going to be like that. I thought it was going to be more of like a cocktail party, stage room, high chairs. I didn't realize it was going to be just like we're on stage and like rows of people. And it felt like, it felt pretty cool, honestly. I I didn't get uncomfortable. I didn't feel uncomfortable. I didn't feel rushed. And we just sat there and we talked. We had a simple conversation and got to ask some cool questions. The fans asked some great questions. The energy, the whole evening was just fantastic. But that comes that comes from the people that came and showed up to support me and Jerry. It's not I didn't bring the energy. You guys brought the energy. We just bring our voices and our stories. So, you know, uh, we felt the energy in the room. We felt the love. And, you know, again, hopefully we can do it again because that was really, really fun. And my wife said she had a really good time. So, hey, happy wife, happy life. That's right. I think I don't think anyone left disappointed. Uh, also, we got this review from and some of these uh, titles are interesting. These handles Guns and Roses IRS writes, love the combo of Adam and Jerry, an incredible show, not only for Baltimore fans, but of all sports in general. So thank you for that. Guns and Roses IRS. It's a hell of a uh, handle. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or YouTube. Subscribe, review the podcast and become eligible for a gift card. And before we go, we want to thank our dedicated, loyal sponsors, including our newest one, Jimmy's Famous Seafood. The Adam Jones Podcast is brought to you by Jimmy's Famous Seafood, Charm City's favorite crab cake destination. Local sports fan? Experience the ultimate pregame party at the tailgate. Cheer on the Ravens with iconic live performances, an open bar, and mouth-watering eats. Can't make it? No worries. Bring the same food that caught the attention of the Food Network right to your doorstep. Shipping East Coast recipes nationwide. Jimmy's Famous Seafood is the official sponsor of the guests appearing on the Adam Jones Podcast. And by our friends at the Weinman Company. By Hollywood Casino Perryville. For some, it's a game of chance, but for you, it's a game of choice. Hollywood and Barstool are bringing you more ways to bet in Maryland. Catch all the action in person at Hollywood Casino Perryville at the Barstool Sportsbook or bet online with the Barstool Sportsbook app. When you download the Barstool Sportsbook app, register and wager, you can get up to $1,000 bonus cash, plus up to $1,000 when you sign up and wager in person at Hollywood Casino Perryville. Play from anywhere and get up to $2,000. The choice is yours. Must be in the state of Maryland to wager and over 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. By Jack Daniels, two legends, one can. Jack and Coke, the number one cocktail in the world, is now available in a can. Yes, that's true. Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey, mixed with Coca-Cola or Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, are now both available in a can. Two legends, one can. Jack and Coke, ready to drink? Please drink responsibly. Whiskey specialty, 7% alcohol by volume. Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey, Lynchburg, Tennessee. By G-Leaf, medical cannabis only. Visit gleaf.com. Medical cannabis is for qualified Maryland patients only. The Adam Jones Podcast is brought to you by... Royal Farms. Download the Royal Farms app from the Apple App Store or Google Play today. New Royal Farms Rewards members will get a free any size cup of Royal Farms award-winning coffee just for signing up. Hey Justin, keep an eye on the time. It's your night to handle dinner. No worries. Got it covered. It's great getting dinner ready with no worries. That's why I never waste time and go straight to Royal Farms. Their chicken is fresh, never frozen, hand-breaded, and cooked right in the store. Oh, wow, this smells amazing. I'm so impressed. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms.
And a reminder, if you guys are enjoying this podcast, make sure to check out The Baltimore Banner at thebaltimorebanner.com slash AJ to get started. Again, that's thebaltimorebanner.com slash AJ to get six months of unlimited digital access for only a dollar. Also, thanks to senior executive producer Chip Franklin for putting in this episode and all the hard work behind it. Chip's the not-so-silent partner we have here on the Adam Jones Podcast. Go out and subscribe to the Baltimore Banner. Be real, be kind, and be back next week for another episode of the Adam Jones Podcast. We'll be right back.